Table Talk with Grace Redmond features conversations with fierce and fabulous people from Grace's community and circle who inspire others with their stories of overcoming challenges to create amazing. Grace is an entrepreneur and success coach who works with individuals to diminish their negative mental chatter, boost their confidence, achieve their goals, and increase their prosperity mindset. Get ready for a series of Anything Goes Conversations with remarkable men and women that will get you jazzed for life's unlimited possibilities of success, freedom, and fun. Welcome to Real Talk with Grace Redman. I want to thank you for joining me on another episode of Real Talk, where I have the pleasure to connect with incredible people from my circles and communities who have overcome challenges and created amazing. And today, my incredible guest is Shadi Zakak. Shadi is a dynamic DJ who goes by the name DJ Shad. DJ Shad has a passion for creating unforgettable experiences for his audiences. With four years of experience DJing weddings and private events, Shadi has become one of the most sought-after DJs in his industry. Shadi is known for creating the best playlist that resonates with diverse audiences. Shadi DJs regularly at the Sandwich Spot in Redwood City, the Bay's Backyard in San Francisco, and the vibrant Monroe Hookah Lounge in San Jose. Each gig is a testament to Shadi's ability to seamlessly blend genres and keep the dance floor alive. Beyond the turntables, Shadi loves playing the guitar. His love for music runs deep cultivated by his upbringing, surrounded by diverse musical influences. Aside from the beats, Shadi has dreams of stepping into the world of movies. Whether it's directing or gracing the screen as an actor, Shadi finds inspiration in the world of cinema. Family holds a special place in Shadi's heart, and he believes that they are the foundation of his success. Shadi's skills extend beyond the music industry. He also has a love for numbers and recently graduated with a degree in finance. Shadi is a dedicated artist who is kind, down to earth, and has the gift of bringing people together to create community. Please help me welcome the incredible Shadi Zakak to the show today. Great introduction. Hey, Habibi. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for being my first guest of the year. Oh, anytime. Happy to be. It's so good to see you. And you know, I was there when you were born. I came to see you Where in the you? hospital, right? <laughs> so I can't believe like now we get to have this amazing conversation. This is one of the greatest gifts for me in my life is witnessing your generation, you know, my children, you, all of you just grow into just these incredible human beings. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. So I, I love what you've done, you know, with the music and how you've just really stepped into, you know, my generation had DJ Natter, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm, so, familiar. I'm familiar. I know. And so he would create these incredible experiences for us and bring us all together. Yeah. And it's inspiring to witness you start doing the same with not only your generation, but you're bringing my generation, you know, back into that incredible energy. What inspired you to step into that role? You know, since you brought up DJ Natter, I gotta give it, I gotta give it to him. I mean, you know, he would have 
I mean, four years ago when we first got it started, he would have it all set up in his garage. And, you know, obviously his, his son too is a DJ, DJ yes. music, Donnie. He's one of our best friends. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he'd have the stuff set up. We'd play with it, but he kind of took on more of like a mentor role to us in the business of it and kind of showed us what we need to do to push through certain areas to, you know, kind of thrive with it and make our own path of it. So yes. we definitely owe it to him. But what inspired you to do that? Because, you know, someone can come and say, okay, I'm going to mentor you to do this. And there has to be a passion for it. When did your passion for music start? You know, since we were little, like, you know, our, just different, different aspects of different people give us different types of music, I guess. Like, for example, like our mom, she always let us listen to her freestyle 80s, you know, stuff you like. So, <laughs> you know, the cult jam. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've been listening to Easy e since we were what? Eight years yep, old. That's so, right. And then on top of that, you know, like my my Cito, my grandfather, he he's really big with you know the Arabic music. He taught us about like you know Mehem Barakat and all these you know older Arabic singers back in the day with the Al Safi. So we got into it and we listened to it. But you know now we kind of have that outlet, me and my brother, to show it off. I guess. I I love that the outlet to show it off. What does it mean? Show it off. I guess it means like just showing what you love to do, mm-hmm. like whether whether like no matter what, what like what kind of genre it is, you could still kind of show off what you like about it and what you can you know get people dancing with it. It's it's mm-hmm. fun to see different reactions to music that people wouldn't necessarily hear on the daily. So I know that you DJ at the Sandwich Spot and at Monroe. So there's so many different places you DJ at on a regular basis and you infuse, you know, the, the Arabic music in like you mix, you know, is he with the Arabic music and there's a diverse audience. So how does the audience respond to the Arabic music into the Western music? That's a great question. Yeah. So when I'm playing it, for example, at the sandwich spot, you know, a lot of people come to it, a lot of Arabs, a lot of people that know the music, but I also have a lot of like, you know, friends I'll see, you know, older friends, you know, new friends, just uh, and just, uh, you know, a lot of strangers, people that want to hear the music. So to see them kind of get up and dance to uh, Ferris Gutham is crazy to me. And I think it's just so like kind of funny, but also kind of cool because I feel like we, we didn't have that before. I mean, because, you know, a, a DJ is able to, to do that, you know, because I can't sing all these songs and have the instruments for it, but I could play them. Yes. And some there's something about music that's healing yeah there's something about music that brings all you know all people together and you feel like this oneness and this energy in a crowd and you yeah. talked about that you talked about communicating with the crowd to create a flow so talk to me a little bit about cuz that's an art how do you communicate with this a diverse crowd to create that flow and that oneness i feel like first you got to know what you're getting into right so you know, depending on what the event is, you have to be prepared. It It's not as easy as just kind of like, it's not as easy as just kind of like showing up and just doing it. You know, you have to know like, you know, our crowd is, you know, they're in the thirties or the crowd's young, you know, they're our age. Like, so you have to, you have to know that ahead of time. That way you could kind of get a sense of what's going to get them to connect, you know, mm-hmm. what's going to that further level of like the dance floor. I mean, you want them all to feel the music you want them to you want to shine a little bit as a dj you know every dj wants to have you know their moments but you also can't be in business for yourself you have to you have to 
let the people have what they want, especially if it's a an event where, you know, it's like a wedding or it's a, a, an engagement party, things like that. You know, you can't just play whatever you want. The, the, you got to listen to the bride at the end of the yeah. day. Oh, yeah. You got to listen to the bride for sure. So you use the word connect. Yeah. Connect with the with, you know, the crowd, connect the music to the crowd. What does the word connect mean to you? I guess it means just getting in the same like wave as the room. Mm. You no, know, you gotta you gotta feel the room. It's it's the job is improvisation. I mean, everything's on the spot, so you gotta feel it. If you don't feel it, then you don't necessarily know how to, you know, coordinate it. You gotta feel it. I, and I love that because you talked about connect and feeling it and flow and being in the room. And that's what it's about. And I remember last year when uh, I reached out to you to DJ my party launch, yeah, book launch, I had an intention of creating a synergy in the room that when people left, they felt alive and they felt connected and you did just magic in being able to feel the room and create that synergy. So we're going to do that again, by the way. No, for sure. Anytime you let me know. That was so, actually amazing. Like, that was, and I'm not just saying it because I'm on your show, but that was to this day, probably one of my favorite events because we got to not only play like, I mean, we played a lot of new stuff, but we got to really get in there. Like we got to play, you know, old freestyle. We got to play, like, you know, old school hip hop, like you can't, that doesn't happen every day. I don't get to just like go to where I go to and play, like, you know, let the music play and everyone gets on the dance floor. You know what I mean? And, and, and that was what, that's what it was about is to create community and bring people together from all walks of life. Yeah. And we, we brought people together from all walks of life into that room and again, set the intention of flow, connectness, and oneness. And you did an incredible job of following through with that intention. And, right. and that's what it's about. And you did an excellent job, you know, at that. Yeah, no, anytime. And, we'll and then yes, it's going to happen again. And, and that's what music for, you know, in my, my expectation, in, that's what, in my perspective, music does. It brings people together. And you've yeah. done an incredible job of bringing people together. I know that you also are very involved in, in the Ramallah Club youth, yeah. youth group. So I want to, yeah. and you are very proud of the ability to bring the community together. What do yeah. you think, and you have a gift for that, what do you think is the main factor that? helps you bring the community together that way because it's not easy because we could say yeah. oh let's let's get together and you know people are busy people have different things to do what's the magic that allows you to bring the community together that way you know i think what it is is you have to put that extra foot forward to want to do it like you know you could easily be like you know uh, why would i go out you know i know them i know half the people but what about the other half you know mm. what i mean like getting to know new people, new stories, you know, it, it's all about connecting, networking. That's kind of why it's, it's been a success so far is because we throw these events and, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, early 20s, late 20s, everyone's in, in, almost in the same boat. Everyone's looking for jobs. Everyone's getting into different types of forms of relationships, you know, so it's good to have these extra people to talk to, 
to connect with, to call. Yes. And again, you keep going back to connection, community. And I want to emphasize like how important that is to our not only success, but I believe to our survival. And something you talked about was that your family and community was really instrumental in your success. Why? Tell us. I guess there's different like steps, right? So my mom, she's really supportive with everything I do. She's always, you know, whenever I have an issue, I go to her. She's like my therapist, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, my dad, he's also very supportive of what we do. And he's also a little bit more stern about it. You know, he'll give us the the real answer we're looking for. If we're like, you know, what do we do about this situation? He'll be like, like, you know, do it like this. Or you're, you guys are, you guys are being wrong right now. Don't do that. You know what I mean? So he'll show us. And then obviously my brother, I mean, we have a we have a pretty cool connection where we were able to tell each other pretty much anything. You know, we're a pretty good support system for each other. And it, it's kind of like a built in, like a built in auditor. Right. So like, <laughs> <laughs> so even, even if I think I'm doing good with something, like he'll be like, hey, Shaddy, like, you know, fix that, do this. Like, like what was that back there? Hmm. So and I do the same to him, you know, so it just works. Well, it's also being open to that constructive feedback. Yeah. And not taking it personal. It definitely. Because you so, have to be able to, like, you have to take it. You have to be willing to be like, you have to take criticism and not only from your family. I mean, not everyone, not everyone may have that support system. I'm blessed, I'm blessed to have it. But, you know, if, if you don't necessarily have a great support system, you need to be your own support system. That's right. You know? You need, to right. be your, you need to be your number one supporter. That's right. That's right. And if you don't believe in you, who's going to believe in you? Exactly. You know? Yeah. And, and I mean, I have had moments in my life where I did not believe in myself and, and someone did believe in me and it felt, it felt good. However, mm. to really sustain our success, we yeah. must believe in ourselves. And that's something that I, you know, really admire in you and in, you know, your brother Rami is this belief in yourself. Yeah. Thank you. Where, how do you think that was cultivated? Because so many of us had had to work so long. I mean, I wasn't until like, gosh, my late forties. So I was like, okay, I'm worth it. I'm enough. You know, the thing is, is like, even, I mean, even now, like we're just kind of scratching the surface with these, like, I guess, endeavors we're doing, you know what I mean? Him with his, his cooking, I guess me with DJing now, like I'm entering the finance world, things like that, you know? So you, you kind of have to just have a, a field of view where you, you're ready to take on new things, I guess. And when you take on new things, how does that feel for you? It, difficult at first. I mean, like, it's like picking up, like when I, like you said, how I play the guitar. I mean, I, I don't have a teacher for that. I just had to, I had to just buy it. <laughs> I just bought it. I went on YouTube, it came with a thing. Not as good as Rami with the guitar, your son. You gotta give him a shout out. You guys are both great. I love when you come over and you guys do jam sessions. Yeah, I love jam sessions, but it's it's fun. Like trying new things is great. You, I mean, you have to. If you don't try new things, you're stuck in the same like sure. boat. Sure. Yeah. For sure. So, how do you feel about failure? I don't like it. <laughs> I don't think anyone does, right? But. But you're gonna have it. So I guess prepare for the worst, but be ready for success, I guess. For sure. And I wish I learned this long ago. You know, I just learned this over the last, 
I don't know, seven to 10 years that there's no failure. You know, it's only feedback. And if I, if I learn that concept earlier in life, I feel like life would be easier and your generation feel like embraces that so much better than my generation it did because yeah. when we in in our failures when we learn so there's no failures okay yeah. let me that didn't work out what's next however yeah. i feel like my generation we beat ourselves up so hard when we failed not recognizing like this is part of the process this is yeah. part of the journey definitely i feel like especially now like maybe people like people my age like because like social media we all kind of support each other you know yes. someone thing you know we shout each other out we i get maybe it's a different like view on it nowadays but it it's definitely still the same concept of like you're gonna fail you have to yes. be ready for it and how you pick yourself up and keep that's right forward. that's right moving? rocky right <laughs> oh well i mean anyone who knows me personally knows like my love for the rocky movies for yeah. that reason fall yeah. down seven get up eight Life is going to knock you harder than anything yeah. and you can't let it get you yeah. down. Exactly. And, you know, I'm going to, you know, bring up the situation and I'm never going to be the same again. You know, witnessing what's happening in Gaza yeah. and watching, you know, the the people just in the rubble and in the devastation and their unwavering faith and they've been knocked down for you know 90 plus days and then i see that they just keep getting up yeah their you know their resistance is in the getting up again and you know i have a new rocky you know that's yeah that's what i look at is you know the, the unwavering faith just amid everything that's going on and the atrocities and yet they're they're not letting they're not falling down yeah and so i'm just been so inspired i'll never be the same and i think again. you mentioned a good point like how if you love something you're not going to give it up you know it's that's right that's so right that's why right. why you know they can't give up and, no way uh, no not, and, no not no there's, there's no giving up. And that's why it's so important for us to continue to show up, to be the best that we can, to educate, for you to get out there with your music on the turntables, play that Arabic music for, for you know, our families to show up and to continue to do what they're doing. Because as we meet people, they can see, like we are not the animals that we are portrayed you know to be we are good people we are kind-hearted people we are giving people we are loving people we yeah. want peace we are for humanity for all of us yeah we are you know we are into like you said earlier connection oneness community so and you know you can only do so much for it like from where we are you know what i mean yeah. like i mean because there's people suffering on both sides of it you know Absolutely. there's a lot of difficult things about it but i mean i, I try to do my part we we threw an event we raised almost three thousand dollars amazing all the club youth we, we threw an event and uh, we you know we donated it yes and i mean like i i, I spoke at the uh, town town hall meeting for uh, foster city Beautiful. my brother the san bruno one i mean we find time that's i guess the only thing we all can do absolutely and 
you know, each person will support, you know, the cause in the best way they can. It's not always going to be on social media. Yeah. You know, it could be outside of social media. That's not the only only way. And I, I, I do believe that each person is is doing their part. And and that's the most important thing. And for us also, for me, it's about, you know, peace and mm -hmm. and and love. And yes, we need to advocate and yes, we need to speak up. And that that's all part of it. Yeah. We don't want the separation. We want to move forward in in a new and different way. So yeah. You know, our hearts go out and we are, will continue to do the best we can for, for the cause. And if anyone has any questions or ways on how they can help support, definitely reach out and we'll connect you to the right people and the right organizations. Yeah. So, I, again, going back to connection, community, oneness, and, and that's what it's about. And I believe that music definitely brings people together in yeah. that and in that oneness. And that's, and that's what we're talking about. So what's your definition of success? I'd probably say being happy with what you do. Mm. I feel mm. like success isn't a, in an, I don't think success means what you have. I think it's how you present yourself, what you do for others and how others see you. I think mm. that that's what success is. I feel like it's yeah. all, it's a more internal than external. Yes. I was just yeah. talking about that yesterday and okay, sure. There's nothing wrong with, you know, with things. Don't get me wrong. I love things as well. Yeah. However, the true connect, the true happiness success for me on my journey now is in internal, my connection to myself, my connection to God's source universe, my higher power, whatever you want to call it. And then everything outside of me and God is icing on the cake yeah and you have to i mean you have to like you said earlier like kind of believing in yourself you need yes. to have that mindset with everything especially i mean if like if you're working and you don't like what you're doing switch your job like right. we, we only have like we only live once like you, you have to do it like i mean there is also you know the case of like you know yeah like you want to have a family you have to support your family you have to Sometimes you have to do what you what you don't want to do, but you have to. That's a big part of, you know, that's a big idea that me and my brother kind of both believe in. Like, you know, I guess being men, like being people, we have to put in, you have to put in work sometimes where you don't want to. That's right. That's right. It's, that's right. I agree. And yes, you know, do the things you love. And there are times that you're going to do the things that you have to do. And we all do. Yeah. And, and for me, what I've learned, okay, if I have to do this, what's the gratitude in it? Well, if I do this, it's going to make my life easier later. If I do this, it's going to, you know, be better for my family and, and finding a way to be, to be grateful. And again, you know, what we, what I've witnessed, what we've witnessed has changed me and it's moved me into a deeper sense of gratitude. Mm -hmm. We have choices. We have the privilege of choices here. And like you said earlier, if you don't like your job, yes, we have to do this. And what are some steps I could take to, to make it better or to find something better that works for me? Yeah. I mean, that's also like, it's, I mean, it's a big step you have to take if you don't like what you're doing to take that risk to be like, okay, you know, 
like if someone I know, I mean, I even I know people, you know, like I studied for this degree, then they didn't want to do it. You know, what I mean, like if, if you don't want to do it, like that, that's fine. But find something you like, you know, what I mean, yes. it's and important. You know, it, it is. And you know what else? And I know you're going to agree with me. Okay. If you think you love doing something, right. And you go yeah. and you start doing it and you realize that you don't love it. It's okay to change. That's yeah. not a failure. That's recognizing, okay, this didn't work for me. And let me try something else. Yeah, definitely. Not being hard on yourself. Yeah. So what, what's been one of the greatest challenges you've had to overcome in your young life? Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I'd probably say, I mean, 2023 was a very, you know, thankfully, you know, it was a very good year. It was also just, it was, I mean, it was very tiring. It was very busy between, you know, working, working part-time. I work at a tax firm, I still do. Nice. Um, working part-time, trying to finish my degree and being booked, you know. A lot. On the, on the weekends and sometimes during the week. It was kind of a lot, but like, like we said earlier, like, you know, having a support system and just kind of pushing through is what I needed. So like it got difficult, but I guess, you know, we got through it. And so, so the last year was one of the most difficult times for you. And you said push through, what does push through look like for you? Um, they, it means not really looking back and just having like kind of tunnel vision forward with what you need to do. You know, if you have to get a job done, whether it be DJing, whether it be my, you know, my day job, whether it be finishing school, I had to, you know, time block. I, I feel like time blocking is a, a big thing I use, you know, saying like this part of the day is for this, this yes. part of the day is for this and not, not like, uh, what's the word? Not, you know, breaking that. You have right. to stick. I agree. And there's, a, there are a lot of distractions, especially for, well, I'm not going to even say your generation for all of us. There's yeah. so many distractions with social media. We have our phones in our hands yeah. and it's imperative that like you do time block and, and commit to what you need to get done and like just drown out the noise. Yeah. And so how do you do that? Cause again, like we have our phones, they're in our hands. There's all the distractions. How do you do a good job at time blocking? Cause it's not that easy, my friend. Not. I mean, I, I listen to music. Mm. I feel like connects it. I turn on. I turn on my music. I listen to it. it puts me in the zone. It gets yep. me ready for what I need to do. Yep. And so you're an incredible inspiration, honestly, because you. you're talking about these concepts that I didn't learn until you know later, probably in my late twenties and, and early thirties, where it's like you're talking about focus and time blocking and getting in in the zone to accomplish your dreams. Thank you. <laughs> and what motivates you to do that? Because we can talk about this until we're blue in the face. Do this, do this, do this. But what motivates you to actually commit to those principles? I feel like the main motivation would be just, would I mean, I feel like it'd be my my family for one, you know, like being a, being a success is something everyone wants and something everyone wants to be, you know? So you're not going to get that unless you put in work. That's true. That's so true. I, one of the, I guess that's one of the main, main answers. Another is just to kind of, I mean, what we do with our time is, uh, is up to us. So you want to use it right. You don't want right. to, it is good though. I mean, I have a lot of, you know, free time to, you know, enjoy 
as as does like a lot of other people. But you know, you have to when it's time to get stuff done, you got to get stuff done. And again, easier said than done. So it's amazing that you have that commitment and discipline, and you keep going back to family. And mm -hmm. so you know that that commitment is not only for yourself, but it sounds like it's for your family. Pretty much. I pretty much say that wraps it up. Yeah. And and so, and, and that's what is like having, and, and it's not like wanting to do well to make them proud of us, make them yeah. proud of you. Yeah. I mean, like, for like my, my, my dad's side of the family, you know, my, my dad came to America. He was, you know, full Palestinian, but born in Lebanon. So we're first generation on that side. And we have opportunities to do things that they never could have done. You know what I mean? Yes. To, to do these things is, it, it's important for like, I guess like, you know, like the bloodline, in yeah. a, like lack of better word. Like you have to show, you have to show your, your, your family, especially, but you know, the people around you that you have what it takes to kind of, to push and do things that are hard to do and try new things. Yes, that's beautiful. So, and I love your dad. He's amazing. So what, what I'm hearing you say is, you know, dad was, you know, immigrated to this country in your first generation and you have this opportunity and you're not going to let the opportunity slide. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. yes and yeah. Flip side is uh, my, my mom's mom was actually born here in America, listening to Motown and Elvis Presley and all that good stuff. So I love that. That we have yeah. to pay respect to. <laughs> and and what I hear you saying is just be the best that you can. Yeah. I agree. Where do you see yourself in five years? Five years. It's a hard question. Uh, I see myself pushing DJing. I, I want to continue to push it. It's something I feel like, you know, I can't let go of now. It's a part of me. Great at it. Thank you. I definitely have to stick with that. I'm definitely going to keep uh, pushing through my, into the finance world, seeing where that takes me. So we'll see where that goes. I'm not too sure because it's so new. And I guess we're going to have to find out five years from now and we can have a part two. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know that's a, that's a tough question because anything uh, can happen, but it's yeah. nice to have a vision, you know, and I definitely, Yes, continue to do the music because you do such a great job at it. And, you know, with Donnie and with yeah. um, Rami, it's amazing and it's necessary because fun is important and you yeah. bring that element of fun with the music. And, you know, another thing that, you know, inspires me as I was watching the videos coming out of Gaza was the young kids and the, and, and the young men and women kind of singing and dancing and elevating that. And I, I really believe being in joy is part, you know, is also resistance. And so finding those windows of opportunity for the joy and what better way than through music and through dance. Right. Yeah. And especially in the Arabic culture, we're able to like, take the dance and like take the dance, the instruments and kind of take them to the next level. Like, you know, for recent stuff I've had, I mean, my brother and our good, our good friend, Andrew, he, he brings the drum, they bring the drums. So that's something we've started and people love it. I mean, we, we keep the drum in the car now, anything we do. He has I, love the it. I love it. 
I love it. And I think Andrew's here with us today. I think I saw Andrew here. So let me tell you who's here with us. Andrew's yeah. here and Mama's here. Sandy, Basan, have you to get to see you. Melissa? Oh, thank you for joining us. Manal is here. Um, Auntie Marianne, Carol. So very cool to have everyone here watching us today. And thank you all for joining us. We love you. So with when when I come back to the music, I know for Palestine Day. Uh, this past 2023, you opened up for Ileana and for MC Abdul. Mind yeah. you, I had an out-of-body experience that day, just the music and being there with the thousands of people. It was, I, I wish I could go back to that moment right now. Like, I will never forget how I felt, Yeah. you know, that evening in just with God. It was incredible. I can't even imagine how you felt. No, I mean, it was it was a crazy experience. I have some clips people, my friends were sending to me of when Eliana performed, how, when she was performing, me in the background, just smiling ear to ear, because I love Eliana. I've been listening to her music. And when we got to, you know, see her perform, be that close, we got, to, you know, we got to meet her, take pictures with her, which was really cool. And then MC Abdul, I mean, I, you know, I hope he's doing all right, you know, because he's, he's, from, he's from Gaza. So it was really nice to meet him and his his team. That was that was definitely an experience, and like you said, it was a special day. Like it you was. could feel, you could feel it in the air. It was it was a very big turnout, mm -hmm. which was good, but it was also like you could feel the you could just feel the emotion that everyone had for you know each other for Palestine, just everything in general. Yeah, it was, and I'm getting emotional because just remembering that moment. It was just so much love and so much oneness and the entire community, you know, of you know, Foster City, San Mateo came out and it was just a such a diverse crowd and it was so beautiful. And, and that's what I want to, you know, just really end with is oneness. Yeah. And just the beauty there is when we can recognize that we are all one, that we're human beings, that we have just the need to belong. And we just, who doesn't want to have, you know, the basic necessities and feel loved and belong and have rights. It's, we're all one. There's no difference between any of us. Yeah, and, and just being like, there. I feel like especially less now, but I wish it were more of how, like, you know, like when, you know, like you or my mom were like, we're like, like we're kids. I feel like there was more sense of a community, you know, you know, and I'm kind of like old school about that. I feel like you should be able to go to a neighbor and ask for something. You should be able to call a friend easily and ask for anything. I mean, yes. we're, we're pretty old school with that, you know? Well, I don't think that's old school, Habibi. I think it's, that's what we, how we want to be, how we want to move forward. And, yeah. you know, to everyone who's listening and watching, you know, be that person. You know, yes, we're, there are going to be differences. Yeah. And how can we, con you know, move forward and be loving and kind despite, you know, the differences? How can we create community within our own circles? How can we be that mustard seed? How can we be that pebble to ripple out? You know, ultimately, at the end of the day, we are all one, you know, and it is it is about humanity. How can we each be be better? to better to ourselves and because i find that you know hate creates more hate yeah what is it with me you know 
So as we move forward, I would love to have that energy from that day just to mm. radiate, radiate out. Yeah. That love, Definitely. that oneness. And to, you know, feeling that there was something that you can only, you can't get from pictures or videos. No. Was, yeah. No. And so I want, you know, to leave you all with that feeling of, of like, of, of oneness. I, I wish I could bottle, bottle, bottle it up, but you guys yeah. did an incredible, incredible job that day. It was amazing and it will happen again. Thank you. There's one piece of wisdom that you can leave us with. What would that be? I'd probably say do what you love. And if you don't love what you're doing, then change it up and find something that you love to do. That's right. I love that. I love that. I can't believe I got the opportunity to chat with you today. I don't know where the time goes. It flies by so quickly. You have a beautiful energy, very Thank loving, you. very kind very just smart. And um, I'm going to continue to be here with you on this journey in five years and 10 years and 15 years. We're here to support you and your generation with whatever you need. We're very proud of you. Thank and you. We're Continue to be here to, to witness and support all of you in your growth and expansion. For everyone that is watching, thank you so much for being here with us today. I love you. I appreciate you. I am so grateful to you because I know there are so many other places you can be. So thank you so much. And actually stick with us because in a couple of weeks, I am going to have Hassan Shamia here with us. So just continue to show up support our community, highlight the incredible people from our community who are doing amazing things. So thank you all so much. We love you and wishing you all an incredible and amazing day. God bless you. Take care. Hey, love. Thank you so much for listening today. I am so grateful for you. I'd like to show you my appreciation by gifting you a free forgiveness self-hypnosis audio download. Part of living the fun and fabulous life is practicing forgiveness. Forgiveness can be such a long and challenging process. My intention is that this forgiveness audio will help you in practicing forgiveness, especially with yourself. Grab it by visiting daretoachieve.com backslash forgiveness. For more inspiring tips, make sure to connect with me on social media. Drop me a line on Facebook or Instagram at Grace Redmond Dare to Achieve. Until next time, keep moving forward towards living your fabulous life.